Greetings and welcome to the latest edition of the Claims Coach podcast. I am Kevin Quinley. I have been in the claims industry for, for let's just say, 40 plus years. I serve as an expert witness on litigated insurance claims, typically issues involving allegations of bad faith, sometimes on behalf of insurance companies or law firms representing them, sometimes on behalf of aggrieved policyholders. We're doing a series here on what constitutes a reasonable investigation on COVID-19 coverage matters. Uh, And uh, we've given two steps in that process, and I'm going to talk about a third step in this podcast. First, though, I want to step back and just thank you for taking the time, investing the time to listen to this podcast. As you can tell, this is not a slick, high production value podcast. Unlike a lot of podcasts, it doesn't have music. It doesn't have special effects. I don't have a separate sound studio that I use for the podcast. Maybe in time, all of those features will come, but this is strictly somewhat stripped down, bare bones DIY project with the aim of delivering what I hope will be useful content, practical content, practice tips for insurance claims people in, in doing a better job in improving their productivity and effectiveness as claim professionals. So this week, uh, this week's discussion is born out of some frustration. Perhaps like you, I really do appreciate various articles from defense attorneys. And we couldn't live with them. We couldn't live without them. We certainly couldn't live without them. But defense attorney presentations and articles that, that talk about COVID-19 and bad faith and essentially give the recommendation that it's very important that adjusters do a reasonable and good faith claim investigation and stop short of giving us any idea as to what that is made of. And that's this is my attempt to answer that question. So we've, we've given uh, two steps. Number one, uh, uh, read the policy. Number two, talk with the insured. Number three is to review and become familiar with relevant state unfair claim settlement practice acts and regulations for the jurisdiction where the claim is. Now, admittedly, this this is a common feature, um, and every state pretty much has an unfair claim settlement practice law or regulation, but, but there are variations from state to state. There are different time limits for acknowledging claims. There are time limits within which insurance companies must accept or deny. There may be time limits for periodic policyholder updates if the insurance company doesn't have enough information to accept or deny coverage. Some, some state statutes and regulations don't set forth some time limits. Some do. But you need to know. Now, and by now I mean when you face a COVID-19 coverage claim, or later bad faith claim, that's not the time to run afoul of state unfair claim practice regulations. So this is where continuing education refreshers for your claim staff is essential. To to know and become familiar with one of the first steps when you get a new case uh, that involves a coverage issue, whether it's COVID or non-COVID, is to check and, and review the local 
state's unfair claim settlement practice regulations because the nuances differ from state to state. Now, again, admittedly, this suggestion applies to all coverage investigations, whether you're talking about a COVID-19 coverage claim or not. But again, many states have specific granular guidelines. Washington State does, for example. California does. Um, uh, other uh, Texas, I think, has some. Um, and, and this is not legal advice. I'm not an attorney. I don't want to be an attorney. I don't play one on TV. Uh, you know, so cultivate your contacts with the local defense bar. But a lot of states have very specific guidelines as to what you've got to do and by when you've got to do it. Guidelines for when you've got to complete the investigation, for making a payment, to explain any reason for a non-payment, to update the claimant or insured about the status of the claim, to disclose insurance information, or whether a state has a duty to, whether a state has a regulation that imposes on the insurance company a duty to make an offer in the absence of a demand. Those are just some examples. Again, in many states, they may not set forth any hard and fast guidelines, but other states will. And although a, a technical violation of the regulation or statute may not uh, be grounds for bad faith by itself, it, it may be admitted later as evidence. And, and we are talking months or years down the road. Your claim file will be put under the microscope. And when it's put under that microscope, you, you want one of the exhibits, one of the things that it shows under that microscope uh, is that you had familiarity and that you complied with, more importantly, that you, you complied with any relevant regulations so that you do not hand opposing counsel, the plaintiff, ammunition to say this is another indication of the insurance company straying from the appropriate insurance claim industry standards, practices, and norms. Now, one of the things that makes this really more important is that many adjusters, more and more adjusters, are working remotely, especially because of COVID. And adjusters are covering multiple states. Uh, They may be regionalized so that one adjuster is handling two, three, four, five states. Okay, all the more reason they they need to become familiar with. Now, what does that mean? You, You will be asked at a deposition, and I, I'm often asked at a deposition, are you familiar with, Mr. Quinley, the Unfair Claim Settlement Practice Act or regulation of State X? And, you know, initially I'll push back and say, I don't know what you mean by familiar with, but typically my answer is, look, I have read it. And if you're a claims person, you'd need to have read it. I don't claim to have photographic recall of it, nor should you be expected to have photographic recall of it. I don't claim to be a legal expert on it. And, and nobody's suggesting, I'm not suggesting that you be a legal expert on it, but that you, you have read it and that you did read it when you were handling the claim, ideally at the, at the start of the claim. So if, if, God forbid, you are ever involved or have to give a deposition, on a claim file that you handled regarding bad faith or breach of contract, you will likely be asked this question. 
I am astonished as an expert witness handling claims, again, sometimes on behalf of insurance companies, sometimes on behalf of uh, plaintiff policyholders. I'm astonished at the number of claim handlers who handle the file, who testify that they have not read it, that they are not familiar with any act or regulation. I've had some that said that they were not even aware that State X, let's just call it State X, even had an unfair claim settlement practice regulation. So the, the, that's when I wince as, as an expert, if I'm an expert on the insurance company side. If I'm an expert on the plaintiff side, that, that is great testimony for the plaintiff. Don't be that guy. Don't be that lady, that person, okay, who says, no, I, I, didn't, I was not familiar with it, and I didn't even know that they had one. So acquaint yourself with and sweat the details of state-specific regulations and make sure that you comply with those, that you adhere to those in your handling of any COVID-19 claims. Okay, so those are those get us through three of the steps. I think we've got about six in all. Three of the steps of what I think are the components of building a reasonable, may not be perfect, I don't think you have, there's no such thing as a perfect claim file or a perfect investigation, but a reasonable claim file coverage investigation for COVID-19 claims, including, but not limited to, but business interruption claims, time element claims. So we'll wrap it up there. Hey, thank you again for investing time in listening to this podcast. There, there's one ask that I will put before you this week, and that is this. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. And here's the, that's, that's the wind-up, and here's the pitch. Please leave a favorable review on iTunes of the Claims Coach podcast. Just a couple of sentences would be great. It would be appreciated. I think that's those are part of the metrics that Apple uses and Google uses in terms of, of ranking podcasts and such. So if you could leave a positive review, I would greatly appreciate it. So that does it for this week. Uh, stay tuned next week where we will undertake a brief discussion of the fourth step that is involved in building a reasonable COVID-19 coverage investigation. Have a good week.